Hi everyone, my name is Matt. I'm the Youth and Family Pastor at Cornerstone Church in Marchfield. I'm here today with your Cornerstone Connection, a daily devotional. So perhaps you know this, perhaps you don't, but we are working our way through the entire Bible over this year and next year. And so we are in the Old Testament and the New Testament reading the Bible together. I'd encourage you, if you don't have a Bible reading plan, click the link that's attached to this video and join us today. Read together with us. We'd love to be reading with you. Well, we are in uh, two different books here. We're in the book of Genesis, chapter 31, and Mark chapter 2 in our Bible reading plan. We're not going to spend time in Genesis 31 today. I will tell you, please read it. It is, uh, it is quite the story that continues in Jacob's life. And, and if I could sum it up, it would simply be the family drama continues. Uh, God's faithfulness remains. And what is true for Jacob and Leah and Rachel and for us is that uh, no matter what, God is with us through it all, no matter our bad decisions <laughs> and our scheming and planning and, and what we try to take into our own hands. God is with us and he remains faithful. Amen. <laughs> well, in Mark chapter two, I want to take you there because to be honest with you, it's one of my, there's one of my favorite scenes uh, in the gospels is in Mark chapter two, verses 13 to 17. And it's one of my favorite scenes because we just really see who Jesus was and uh and what he came to do and who he came to 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 be with and show that they have value and that they have worth and that he came for them um and so i want to encourage you join me in mark chapter 2 verse 13 to 17 let's zoom in on this scene and see what is happening and let's see the heart of jesus all right here we go it says once again jesus went out beside the lake a large crowd came to him and he began to teach them as he walked along, he saw Levi. Now, just pause for a moment. When you hear Levi, you can also think Matthew. And when you hear Matthew, you go, oh, we're reading we're reading out of Mark, but Matthew is right before Mark, right? And, and Levi, so Levi is Matthew. Matthew is the writer of the Gospel of Matthew. So this is who we're talking about here. So as he, Jesus, walked along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax collector's booth. He was a tax collector, not... Uh, not the profession that everybody was pleased with back in that day, okay? And Jesus says, follow me. And Levi got up and he followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. When the teachers of the law, who were Pharisees, saw him eating with the sinners and the tax collectors, they asked his disciples, not Jesus, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said to them, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Well, here, here's why I love this story. Uh, again, we see who Jesus was. We, we see his heart. We see who he came for. And I think there's a little bit of humor in here as well. I love how he goes to Levi. And he says, follow me. And I could just imagine, you know, for Levi, this would be a big deal to step out of the tax collector booth, uh, to walk away from what he was known for, from the money that he made, and to follow this new religious leader, this, this person that was starting a new movement, a new way, who was bringing the kingdom of God and of heaven to earth. This was a big deal for Levi. But I just see this humor where Jesus says, Levi, follow me. And I just have to imagine Levi's like, awesome. Okay, I'm following you. Where are we going, Jesus? <laughs> and Jesus is like, your house. You're going to make me dinner. And you're going to invite some friends. We're going to have a meal together. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Who knows how it actually played out. But the next part I love about this 
is that Jesus wasn't put off by who Levi had at his house for dinner. We saw the company. It was other tax collector friends, and it was people known in society as sinners. <laughs> Not the upper crust, right? Not the religious elite of the day. But speaking of the religious elite, they're around. They're on the outskirts, right, of the home. And they see Jesus, and they see him sitting at a table, meaning he was making himself a friend of sinners and tax collectors. Having a meal with them was a big deal back in that context, in that culture, in that time. It proclaimed a lot about who you were. And the religious elite are wondering, what is he doing? But they don't have the boldness to ask Jesus. They have to pull aside his disciples and say, why does he eat with people like that? If he is going to start this new religious movement, this new movement of God, this new way of God here on earth, why would he sit with people like that? And Jesus overhears them and he says the famous lines, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Friends, doesn't that just bring comfort and joy and peace to your soul? <laughs> I know in my worst days, I just, all I can think about is how unworthy I am of God. And to know that when I feel that way, that God doesn't see me that way. That instead, because of Christ, he would pull up a chair for me at his table and have a meal with me. And he calls me friend. And he wants to spend time with me. And where I fall short, he wants to help me get up. Where I'm sick, he wants to make me healthy. Where I'm a sinner, he makes me righteous. It's who Jesus is, and it's what Jesus does, and that's who he's come for. For people like you and me, sinners in need of grace. Friends, I hope this brings you hope today, and that you have a great day. We'll see you next time on the Cornerstone Connection.